0: Oh, I didn't even put the banner up.
1: The banner. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to the pre-show. Happy end of the weekend.
1: Are you ready for some more? More? VCP 88.5.
0: Oh, my gosh. You still on that? No, I'm just just goofing. There's Taylor. Just
2: goofing. Let me go
0: share this shit out. Hold up. If I can even find it. Uh, I don't ever talk at once. How's it going? Welcome to the pre-show, everybody.
1: Doing good. Doing good. I am.
0: am, Man, we don't have any other share or any other. Man, whatever. I got to talk to my guys.
1: Talk to your peoples. Talk to the people. Talk to the peoples.
0: Talk to the people. Let them know. Hey, we should, should post more stuff. With that said, though, it's been slow as shit this week in all kinds of geek news. Well, but. What are you going to do?
2: Well, I did go see Creed 3. So I oh, that's in my that.
0: notes. I did get a thing for that just in case you did go. So, yes. Already checked the tick off. Good show so
1: far. Yay! Was, uh, Heck yeah. Accomplishments. We don't,
0: have, we don't have much comic book news, but we'll talk about it. We do have a moment of destruction, double dose of food news. It's chicken based, but really weird. Oh, really boy. Weird. That's one of the funny as hell. Think. I have one of the funniest quotes ever that I think I've ever heard.
1: It best not be this peep, Pepsi and this Peep cereal. No, no, no. I don't know.
0: I, I haven't seen the Peep cereal, but I know they got Pepsi um flavor, like Peep flavored. Yeah, Pepsi's I've seen like it. It's like a little sweeter marshmallow.
2: Honestly, Peep cereal probably would be about on par with like Lucky Charms or whatever, where it's just like, you know, marshmallows.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. It's just marshmallow. Marshmallow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's do the damn I show. I see that. Man, I got so much, so many pictures. What right, are those doing? Dave, oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. real. Delicious. Better off Come on, you can't <laughs> fight in here. This is the
1: War Room. <laughs> <laughs> the War Room? Dr. Strange Love.
0: Oh, man. That's a classic. Classic. I only knew classic.
1: What was that?
2: You're going oh, to, have one. to be much more That's specific. One. There
1: was a movie where he played like multiple people. He had like a doctor. Greetings, do geek!
0: Welcome back. Another episode of this Geeky comics outrage Geekery's comic book shit talk show.
3: Shit talk show.
0: Hoover Taylor, aka David. David has to what? Dan Aykroyd movie? Yeah, oh, There just, was a the Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd
1: movie where he put he like had this like really uh, crazy personality. Glasses, uh like silver he had a wig with silver hair, w- walked around like track like a velveteen tracksuit, had ladies on his arms. I'm feeling like uh, I want to say Dr. Detroit when he's a mobster, Dr. Detroit. He was like I don't a know Dr. Detroit. I don't know.
2: Man, Dave, you're yeah. sitting here making shit up. I don't know I what the fuck I am happen.
1: not making shit up. I am gonna wiki Dan Dan Aykroyd. You do and it and then stuff. get
2: back to us.
1: Uh
0: segment one, we talk about what we did this week. I watched the, the Chris Rock thing. It was good. You know, Chris I watched, Rock, he hadn't lost it.
1: I watched the part where he talked about Will Smith. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's that the part is, everybody's talking
0: about. That is hilarious. Man, and Will brilliant. Smith
2: smacking Chris Rock was the best thing to happen to Chris Rock in decades.
0: And Will Smith. They got paid <laughs> but, off. Jada and Will got paid off that shit, too. Whatever, man. Yeah, the worst thing that happens to these. Man, I don't even want to talk about. It. We're going to talk about how terrible the system is in a different context later. But also, Mando, season Mando. three kicked off with a fun start. Pretty fun. Yeah.
2: Start, um. I mean. It's it's setting us. This was an important one, you know, because like, it, well, I guess we'll talk about it later.
0: No, we know about it now. Why well, don't okay, have okay. it in there? Yeah, we're not doing that. I would just. Well, okay, okay then. But, um, yeah.
2: All right. So this is the first time we're going to have a. Different trajectory for the show, right? Because up until right. now, it was like I got to get Grogu to a Jedi, and that was accomplished. And then on an entirely different show, they backtracked on it, yeah. and uh, now yeah, they know yeah, what the money's, money's at.
1: Years later,
2: yeah, Mando has a new uh, mission. mission in life now, yeah. and they're you know they set up like the the pirate king is like a nemesis. Yeah. They well, got in some of the Bo-Katan drama where she's still uh, rather miffed about him being the one with the dark saber.
1: The, yeah. Touching on the pirate king, um, that is supposed to lead into this other show, Skeleton Crew. Oh, okay. that the, 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 the characters. I've heard of that one. The, it's got Jude Law in it, and yeah, um, it's going to be a pretty. The characters play. in that are pirates, so there's okay. some, some strings being pulled right there. For That's a some, hot pirate.
2: That could yeah. make for an interesting show. Oh, you know, during the show, I didn't notice that uh, that IT was standing on a stormtrooper helmet like that. That's a good touch. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I also, I think it's weird. He's like, this is the only android I trust. We got to bring him back. And I'm like, um,
2: well, that was a big part kind of weird, season bro. one was him yeah, was. like it being was. so decidedly anti-android. You know, if he needs an yeah. android, I understand this being his go-to, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, that's cool. It was I, fun.
1: I mean, as expected. I like that they're bringing the character back because, you know, why
2: could you that's the that? other aspect of this is like, they were just looking for a plausible reason to bring back a character that people like.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like this, the pirate captain, Gorian Shan. That's Sh- Shran. Mm-hmm. I think he's like one of the coolest looking characters to be introduced in the franchise in a, in a hot minute. Honestly, I'm yeah. just going to keep
2: thinking him as Mossbeard, the pirate. I'm thinking of him as old Greg. Oh, Mighty <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh man, that's a blast from the past. There, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm my old Greg. Uh,
0: Creed three, I did not catch it. But oh, yeah, speaking
2: of Carl Weathers, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. What up, Taylor? Was it great?
2: I thought it was really good. Um, all of these Creed movies have been quite excellent so far. I mean, yeah. if we're like continue, if we're considering this like a like an entry into the Rocky franchise. Um, the Creed movies are all definitely top half. Some of them are... Pr- the first Creed movie might be the best Rocky movie. Um, this one was really good, too. Nah, I'm a um, big
0: fan of Rocky 2, man.
2: Yeah. L- Rocky 2 is really good. I mean, there's a lot more good Rocky movies than there are bad Rocky movies. Yeah, you know? Rocky
0: Balboa is bad. Even
2: the ones that are bad are actually fun for the most part, like yeah, Rocky you're 3 not and Rocky 4. Speaking yeah. of Rocky 3... You talk um... about
0: the, the, the one where he... <laughs> The one where he wins the cold war cold war single handedly, your shit that, that is one? so
2: dumb, but it's fun. I love, fun. It, I love so that fun. movie. I absolutely love adore it. that dude, movie, but it is dumb.
0: Have you ever seen the ESPN thirty I, for thirty yeah, on that? that was oh it's fucking that was hilarious. that was the
2: that was a brilliant idea oh, something my, we came up with there.
0: Y'all should Google that. It's on YouTube. ESPN 30 Yeah, 30 like Rocky, for for Rocky 30, for
2: 30 for thirty, yeah.
0: Oh, it's so good, dude.
2: But, oh, but anyway, um,
0: yeah, well, how about the fight scenes? Because that's why people. the fight really scene's
2: really cool here. Um, Jonathan Majors is a very compelling antagonist in this movie. Um, he He's basically a more nuanced version of Clubber Lang from Rocky 3.
0: But they were pals, though.
2: They were. They have a pass together. Um, and getting into that pass is a really interesting part of this movie, right? Because, like, Jonathan Majors has a pretty solid reason for being pissy towards Donnie here, you know?
0: Nice, nice. Well with that said, Mr. T did not really have a good reason to be No, that's things.
2: why I said more new. Oh, yeah, you're right, but you're right. The way he yeah. fights is kind of like the Clubber Lang character, because nice, like nice. he goes for the dirty shots. He goes for like I think I can sneak in an elbow and not get disqualified here. Um nice. he like looks for nice. weaknesses to exploit and everything. But yeah, he is a really compelling uh character. He is he has the like a very, dis- he has a very distinct like presence in the ring because he is like, you know looking for ways to fight dirty but like being really smart about it, you know? Right, right. But um awesome.
0: Yeah, I love a good yeah. boxing movie. I love I a good boxing movie. I
2: saw a take on this where like they do a really good job exploring like being vulnerable and like dealing with masculinity and stuff. Because oh, one of the one of the B plots here is Donnie like does not open up to his family about what happened in the past with this character. And that's like oh. part of his journey is being able to do that and everything.
0: Oh fun. So Oh, that's nice. So both characters kind of uh, are protagonists in a way, but they're
2: more. You like can see that. Each other. I mean, well, in this they, movie, they, said they
0: pulled like some anime shit, and that's classic, like yeah. anime shit. You like, know? yeah.
2: Uh, John is... Major's character name is uh he's Diamond Dame Anderson, and um if the movie was about him, it would be a pretty compelling movie. He has a oh, really dope. good character arc.
3: So,
0: Dave, did you see this movie?
1: No, I did not. But speaking, Do
0: you of want to movies, talk about anything you did this week that was.
1: Speaking dope. of movies, it is Doctor Detroit that Dan Aykroyd was in. I hadn't seen that. All seen right, that. so
2: yeah. David just wrote an entire Wikipedia page about a movie he made up. That's right. You know, he's
1: like, it's true. It's, it's, it's like in the mid '80s. He's
2: has yeah. been busy, busy photoshopping Dan Aykroyd in like a <laughs> yeah. tracksuit this whole time. No, I'm just kidding, yeah. dude.
1: Oh, cool. I don't have that. I don't All have right. that uh, capabilities. Did you want to? Yeah,
0: you could do it. Did you want to talk about anything you did this week for segment one, or you just want to get into
1: it? No, I'm just uh, catching up on some podcasts and fine. catching up on comics.
2: What you listening uh, to?
1: Uh, old go. gods of Appalachia. Oh, fun.
0: Okay.
2: It's
0: like a horror thing, cryptozoology thing, right? Uh,
1: it's it's a horror anthology. Is what it is. Um, so it's in, like fun.
2: Cthulhu shit, but in like West Virginia or something.
1: It's it's West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee—pretty much the Appalachians.
2: Oh, that's fun! Thanks for breaking down where Appalachia yeah. is. Thanks. Let's do uh, it. Yep, huh. <laughs>
1: it's awesome. They're doing, a, they're doing like a live show here too. So you're gonna go? Uh, back? Gomer
2: seems desperate to move on. So I, just, yeah.
0: As soon as you said, "Oh, what are you listening to?" I was like, "Oh God!" Like I said, it's a really freaking light week, man for news it kind of sucks um we're gonna start in the craziest place uh food news yeah we'll start with food news that's gonna be the best segment of the day um reviews might be good there were some damn good books um anyway again it's another light week for comic book news everybody's getting ready for convention season to heat up you know convention
1: season's already in swing I mean, Emerald City just
0: come off. There was literally yeah. nothing big from Emerald City. No, dude.
1: nothing big from Emerald City. It was like,
0: what is going on? Is this the way the whole fucking year is going to be? Anyway, well,
2: suck it, Seattle.
0: Yeah, I was really upset. because well, I not they just get a like, bunch of snow, too? Yeah, they did get some weather, but they still wouldn't have canceled announcements. Man, if they had
2: the con, that doesn't matter if there was snow. They would have already had whatever the news was gonna be. They wanna yeah, be like, hold put on, the put out. the trailers back in the vault. We're exactly. dealing with the snow. Exactly.
0: You know? you know, something. But anyway, um, yeah, so I was really expecting to have some news this week because of the of the Comic Con, but alas, anyway, um we start of all places at Funko. Has the bubble finally burst?
1: I think the on, bubble burst on Funko a while okay. back,
0: but um, the company prepares, and this is this is oh my god, thirty million dollars in unsold inventory to a landfill, like Atari games. And
1: here recently, Wizards of the Coast sent a bunch of merchandise to a landfill.
0: Yeah, like yeah, so, like
1: tens of thousands of dollars worth.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, like Beanie Babies, that happened to Beanie Babies too, and infamously uh, Atari games. I do I mean, have a lot
2: of Funko Pops. You know, they are kind of like yeah. a fun little. A lot of them are, you know, cute products. But I do feel like they have really overextended because, like, I go into like Barnes and Noble where they have like the shelf full of Funko Pops. Most of these are characters I have no fucking idea who this is supposed to be. But I mean, yeah, that, I, was their,
0: that was supposed to be their whole business model. Everybody is a fan of something.
2: Yeah, but you eventually hit the point where there's not enough fans of, like, a character who was, like, a bit part on a CW show is worth making a goddamn figurine of.
0: Enough where they should not... I mean, they could do a
1: a short line
2: of them, you know? Make it, like, something where you have to, like, specifically order it from them or something.
1: they They should follow the Mattel Creations model and open up orders... For a set that's impossible amount of time. to
0: do in this system. You have to yeah. get licensed. You have to be licensed for this stuff, right? And then what are you going to do? You're going to take a poll, then you get the lawyers involved, figure out the money, and then after that, maybe, maybe we'll do that pop.
1: They've done specialty ones where it's that's just different you have to though. That
0: specialty orders that are still part of the overall licensing deal to make sure that shit like this doesn't fucking happen, hmm. where 30 million dollars in profit is just thrown away. Okay, why wouldn't they just like give these to charity why wouldn't they sell these at a discount again because of the licensing fees they have to pay if they sell a unit they have to pay a certain percentage of that to the license holder you know because that's all they do they don't have any original stuff they do there's we're looking at one but yeah
1: it's Freddie funko
0: yeah but they really don't you know i would say the vast majority of they don't
2: don't have any that people are going to want to buy
0: Unless you're a Funko fanatic. Yeah. Unless, right, but right. that's yeah. not
2: enough to base your business model. Around. Exactly. No.
0: 100%. So it doesn't make sense. And the reason they're getting rid of this is because they made too many. They made so many that their warehouse is now full of shit that it doesn't, it's not cost effective for them to get yeah. rid of. So they're just going to throw it in the trash. And they see this as a win. They see this as like the right financial move to, to make. It's so weird to me. Uh, Man, besides I trust the numbers on that,
2: but yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, but also they're announcing that they're cutting 10% of the workforce. Um, hmm. in my opinion, this actually harms this brand severely. Okay. This doesn't help financially short term. Maybe, uh, right now we're talking Funko pops trip. Thanks for stopping by. You should check out trip. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's called the something put it in the chat, uh, trip. If you want, he does a show. Freaking great. Freaking hilarious. I usually don't comment or anything because I'm listening in the background and doing other shit. But, um, all right, pop collectors assume, okay, that they're collecting something as part of an investment, whether it's an emotional investment or a financial investment. Usually a bit of both. You know, usually a bit of both. Um, And, and I mean, this is kind of critical to that system as a whole, right? Destroying collectible products – like this decreases the overall value of collectibles because yeah. you know that they have flooded the market. Now there's literal proof, you know, although maybe my pops are a little bit more rare now. Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way,
2: but well, I mean, is that it doesn't sh- do any good for Funko. but yes, like it when it, this could be something that makes like financial windfall for the people who bought these like decades from now, but you really got to be hoping for a long con, and there's no guarantee of you getting that. You know? No,
1: you're oh, not yeah. going to put, not, not gonna put your kids market. through college on Funko Pops. Yeah, that's
0: any collectible market. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, but I always say collect what you love, and if it makes money, hey, good for you. Good
2: for you. The only Funko Pops I've ever gotten, I got a Doctor Doom, I got a Vision... I got um, a couple of my sister likes, like, Star Wars characters and Lord of the Rings characters. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's only characters where it's, like, this is a beloved character of mine I want to get. I think I have an All Might. Yeah, I have All Might in my office, and I have, like, the Balrog and a Gandalf in my office.
0: Yeah, my Hmm. wife is a lot more into the Funko than I am because she's into other things, right? And Funko, it's really easy to collect them. Yeah, she's got a shit ton of the the office. office all the jaws one even the san diego comic con exclusive she paid like 35 bucks for that and had got it for a steal um, harry potter she she she's leaned away from the harry potter you know because they just keep putting out more and more and it's like you know she can't keep up she can't keep up and surprise and she doesn't listen to this anyway i bought her all the what we do in the shadows pops that were just revealed she adores that show rightfully so I'm glad um, she doesn't adore
2: this show. We had a spoiler in this shit.
0: I know. Uh, Talking Ish uh, is the name of the show with Trip every Saturday. Yeah, you know it, brother. Uh, check them out. Uh, I'll post a link maybe somewhere because I love that show. So stick tuned to these channels. So yeah, it's kind of weird. Funko's going to shit. Um, they recently bought Mondo, which kind of sucks because Mondo, I don't think Mondo has ever been better.
1: Some... Mondo has been pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't think they've ever years. been
0: better. Their Motu shit right now has been just... Mm.
1: Yes. They yes, had like they dropped, battle Cat. They dropped uh earlier this week. Trap jaw. Trap jaw. Oh, he's beautiful. He is fantastic. Oh, I man, wish I had the I wish gorgeous. I had just some extra. I saw that got around.
2: shared out on the page where like yeah. it's this really articulated, like lovingly sculpted version of like a sea less skeleton. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's one of my favorites So, especially in the comics, dude. He's He's very distinct.
2: Artists. I will okay, maybe yeah. he is one of the like okay, I'll I'll put him in the B tier, but yeah, he is not one of the go to He Man characters by any stretch. And I was impressed yeah. to see if he uh the exquisite detail brought to the trap. jaw. Yeah. Figure.
0: It's, it was a beautiful figure, a trip on the Funkos. He only buys Funkos. If it's a reflection of his personality. Yeah. Well, buy what you love, you know, buy something. that's going to be like, yeah, I got that. Cause I love that thing, but he doesn't hunt them. And he's only ever pre-ordered one. Now I have hunted, but it's the reason we hunted the one was because we love the movie jaws, right? We got jaws, all of them, the three. And then there's two sharks standalone. And then with the, the scuba thing. And my wife's like, Oh, this is great. And then at fucking comic-con, they put up one where it's Quinn in the, mouth. the shark's mouth. Yeah. And my wife's like, I got to have this, but luckily she found it for. A fucking yeah. Dime,
1: I'm really. back in the day. I would hunt down Funkos, but I've really cut back on my collection of it. Uh, yeah, me much too. I,
0: I ain't got space, man. Pretty
1: much, space. pretty much just, uh, masters of the universe and the occasional, nice. uh, just really kooky one that comes up every now and then. I'm like, Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, Chip's also saying he's a huge fan of the Funko albums, which are very unique. Yes, for sure. Uh, another bit of news 20th Century Studios is now a thing at Marvel Comics. They're going to create an imprint, a brand new imprint, and at least
2: three. Okay, books. so is this going to be where they like publish uh, like Predator and Alien and stuff like that?
0: Yep, you know, as well as Planet of the Apes, the fourth. Comic uh, okay. Planet okay. of the okay. Apes. Ah, that's right. So, yeah. Um,
2: Sorry to step on the headline there. but yeah. Oh, no,
0: not at all. Not at all. Uh, I think this is a cool idea. I think Alien, Predator, and Planet of the Apes do not cross over well with Marvel Comics. No. regular 616. but
2: I mean, things like the could, Xenomorph for a Predator, they just are not yeah. much of a threat when you're already dealing with, like, bigger, tougher, like, super-powered aliens anyway, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they do kind of cross over pretty well.
3: Together, I
2: think Alien and Predator. I mean, just because that movie was, is such like a beloved thing for so many people, yeah, you can cross them over until the end of time. My I mind don't is know already. about Planet of the Apes. Like, I don't know if you put like a Predator in the middle of like the Planet of the Apes. If I think that would be or pretty freaking awesome, actually. It'd be a fun novelty. I just don't exactly. know if it has a lot That's of legs to it. About.
1: all this shit's
0: novelty anyway.
2: Fair enough. Know. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think it's fun. They're doing an imprint. I'm not sure what else could go on here. It, three books. Is an imprint? I mean, there's (laughs) plenty of
2: Fox things that they could start drawing from. I mean, maybe they could put out like a Simpsons comic or like, you know, shit like that. That
0: would be great.
2: They Wolverine. already do like yeah. I, I don't know if Simpsons is still licensed to those like uh those bongo comics that they put out on free comic yeah Day. Bongo
0: were great dude
2: Wolverine yeah, versus yeah. Predator would be pretty rad like I would yeah, read the, bit in the out of chat
0: talking about Wolverine versus Predator it would be fun but
1: I think Wolverine that
2: would have to be Wolverine like an Elseworld thing because well, yeah I just, could... I just don't think Predator works very well like as a Marvel alien you know yeah
1: well I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the. Some of these assets that they own, um, for oh, there's a lot Fox?
2: like Fox City. They can has do Avatar. That.
1: Well, no, Avatar no, is at
0: Dark Horse right now, along with some other things. Now, maybe that, that's gonna be one of their big announcements that they're gonna bring everything home. Um I mean, eventually those
2: licenses expire, and when they do, they could just plop it down here pretty easy, you know.
0: I mean, don't they have Buffy too?
2: I think so. Did they I'm have not sure. Buffy? I know that that's Dark Horse currently, but yeah, I mean that too. They Buffy could stash that boom. back at Buffy some is point. actually at Boom. Correct? Oh, my mistake, my mistake. But no, yeah, uh, I know. No, one, would, no one else
1: would know that but me. I mean, there could be an I Ice Age. There could be an Ice Age comic. There could be a Home Alone comic.
2: Well, okay, Home Alone would not make for a good comic. A Fight Club.
0: That is also a
2: terrible idea. You cannot no, do a you know, ongoing say for that, Fight Club.
0: We were just talking about Dark Horse. Dark Horse actually did a comic book sequel to
2: Fight Club. Whatever, man, they
0: did. It was not bad, but you could do
2: maybe a standalone story, but that is not an ongoing franchise. So, the ones you've mentioned, the only one that even remotely has the legs for it, maybe Ice Age Ice Age for the
0: kids. The kids, yeah, Ice Age for the
2: kids. I could see that being something they put out, but
1: Marvel's really they have Independence Day,
2: David. Um, We heard you say that, and that still is not a good one for like ongoing.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Uh, No, dude. None of these, unless it's a franchise, don't bother. If it's one movie, or if it's like, you know, a, a really good movie and it's terrible sequel, like Titan A. E. Dude, David, Which are you one? even listening to yourself? Shut Which the fuck up we, with these what, stupid fucking things. What was things. the last one? Titan A. E. Like a oh, fucking I idiot. He's over here saying. I really, yeah. that. dude. It's not, you're right. I can't make... make a comic about that. Yeah, it doesn't and if you did, it would be out. like a one and done type of deal. Yeah.
1: Josie and the Pussycats. David, no, get the fuck out of happen. here! Jesus that's Christ, that's already at Archie. What
0: I are know. you talking about? Just shut up, David. But if you're looking through the list and you do find a good, oh, one, but hey, I was going to ask him um,
2: of the three, which do you think has like the most legs to it between Alien, Predator, or uh, Planet of the Apes? Alien, think...
1: Alien, Alien. I
2: actually think Planet of the Apes because like you can like. There's a lot more characters to work with. You could yeah. get into, like, a war with humans and everything. I just feel like that's got more that you could tell a story about.
0: You're not wrong. I have never been a fan of Planet of the Apes. Even the new ones. I'm just not. They're just okay. They're just, they're just okay. They are, the I movies. think, overhyped a little they bit. They are I... so overhyped for me, man. I do think that... Those old ones... <laughs> good special effects i'll grant you but they're fucking garbage i'm sorry i hate the point of the Ace of movie. all the franchises the
2: best actual movie from any of them i think is alien but then i think there's yeah. more good predator movies at this point because you know oh for sure the most re- prey was excellent the first predator was really good and i'm gonna defend uh predator 2
0: oh i defend predator 2 all the time
2: i mean it's not as good as the first but you know, no, yeah it's not solid. as
0: good but it's it's wonderful. So that's at
2: least three, which is have- at least one more than I can give to Alien. And Alien know?
0: versus Predator, they get a half out of that. Yeah, that,
2: that doesn't count. I mean, that's both. I love them. that movie. The Alien uh, and Aliens are the only good Alien movies, you know.
0: Uh, oh yeah, Trip saying it's too predictable about Wolverine versus Predator. Will Wolverine win, It's not how long till the Wolverine. Wins. Actually, what I'd like to see Trip is them do something like an Alien versus Predator, where Wolverine has to team up with the Predator. Like they'll fight for an mm-hmm. issue, but then there's an, a xenomorph will show up. This shit writes itself, trip. What the hell, man?
2: If you just wanted to put Wolverine into the jungle like Arnold, like you know, have him be Dutch from the first movie, that is not a bad idea, you know.
0: Dude, you could do it where it's even back in the day, like when he was in one fucking. Oh yeah, you could
2: have have him. Oh oh, how about this? The Predator is on the run from Weapon X, Wolverine.
0: Oh. But like, they sent Weapon X to go hunt the Predator.
2: Yeah, that's a and good way to, like... the
0: Xenomorph shows up. That's I'm a good sorry, way to, like, subvert
2: <laughs> expectations, you know?
0: That is a good idea, dude, where the Predator is the... And Predator is the name of the comic, but we're not talking about the Predator. Wolverine is the Predator. Damn, that's smart, dude. That's fun. Uh, anyway, moving on. Last bit of news. Again, it was slow. Uh, Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino's The Bone, Bone Orchard Mythos expands this June... With a new series. Uh, In Tenement, Lemire and Sorrentino bring fans the story of seven residents in a building and the dark secrets that bind them together. Man, you had me
2: at Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, you know?
0: Yeah, especially doing In This Bone Orchard Mythos, which is so wonderful. Uh, Lemire said this was actually the first book he had in mind when he brought this whole thing together um it's coming out again june 21st this was originally planned to be a graphic novel for for this year and then it was changed after the early success of of the of the whole you know big universe shared horror universe six issues starting in the spring and now and then that will be followed by starseed which will be published at the end of the year and then uh, is june the spring i don't know maybe um but now it's at image at 10 issues, beginning with a big exercise first issue. And that means that um, star seed might get pushed to early next year. I we will see. Um, yeah. The trips one want, trip wants royalties for, for when Marvel steals our idea. Yeah, I do too, but you know, they're going to steal it. Yeah. Um, Damn it. I
2: Man, I should have gone through the legal process on that one. Oh, well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think this is a Christian ward cover. There's also going to be a uh, Martin Simmons and a Trad Moore cover. This actually might be the Simmons cover. It's hard to tell. They're very similar, but we get that Sorrentino art. I mean, Ooh. I
3: don't
0: know, look at that. He's like, oh, my. Look, look at the fun design, telling so much, just using up the whole page. And then, oh, you're going to get beautiful stuff like this. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Love their work. Love that entire. It's a franchise, basically. You know what I mean? The shared horror universe. You can read everything in it standalone, you know, and not read yeah. any other um, thing. But, man, it's so good. Go back
2: to that panel real quick. Or the panel. Like, yeah, I love how, like, at the very end there, it's kind of, like, falling apart. Like, it's all, like, yes. rigidly structured until you get to the end. And then, like, that one that's, like, got the red background really stands out all the more because of it.
0: Oh, I can't wait to see where they put the word balloons here. Maybe
2: that there won't be any. a brilliant word. So yeah, yeah. I guess they, they mentioned seven residents. Yeah, so I guess this is this is the seven
1: there. go. Yep. Seven different Yeah, rooms. it's beautiful, dude. It really each, is. It's From top to bottom they each tell a story of something. I know. It's yep.
0: one's got their dad. One's I mean I mean what is happening here, we don't know because we have no context, but we this is all the context I need. Jeff Lemire, <laughs> Andrea Sortino, arguably the no, not arguably, they are the best creative team on the planet. But Lemire is arguably the best comic book writer on the planet. We'll talk more about him later. Let's do food. Mmm. Yummy.
3: It's
0: a double dose of food. Chicken related. Um, chicken Big Mac is launching in Canada. It launched on March huh. 7th. Um, it features uh, two crispy chicken patties. Big Mac sauce. Lettuce. Cheese. Pickles. On a this seems like. No I'm, I'm
2: actually surprised they haven't done this before.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, they tested this in select cities uh, or select locations in Miami in summer 22. There's no word if it's going to have a launch. But um, because we do our due diligence here at Outrake Ekery on the show, there's a bit more to this story. Um, it took two years of research and development to get this to be a thing, which seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Um. But here's an actual quote from Jeff Anderson, Jeff Anderson McDonald's senior, senior Manager of Menu Innovation. I remember taking a bite out of it and thinking, wow, this is a Big, ba- big Mac, but it's a little bit different. What? Is the, what? He had to speak in French. And they got that lost in translation.
2: I guess so. That's a Aye.
0: no shit, dumbass. That's a no
2: weird. No. Thing no. That. I mean, no, it's you a what? different animal that you're eating. So, yeah, it's yeah, totally
0: different. I mean, you, it's totally different on the chain.
1: You can order you know? two McChickens and make this a Big Mac. Man. I mean,
2: you could just get a chicken McNuggets and just like they, it not have them be like one big yeah. patty, but like put them they side by side and a get the same thing.
1: Anymore, Dave. They call it a McChicken. There's a no, McChicken it's now on a the Mc crispy.
2: Dave, I don't know why you want to lie to us over and over again tonight, but whatever. Because
1: it makes me feel good.
2: Whatever. But, okay, yeah, so I'm not against this as a concept. I mean, it seems like it'd be fine, but I am surprised that, like, this is, like, a big rollout news item for them. when it seems like kind of like an obvious thing for them to have tried at some point.
0: Yeah, my, my guess is a year or so ago when there was a big chicken fad, you know, everybody was having a new chicken sandwich. Burger King and McDonald's kind of waited. Burger King rolled out their three international chicken sandwiches um, a month or two ago. I love the the Italian. I'm a big fan. Anyway, (laughs) uh, no no word yet if this is coming here. I'm sorry. So Dave's got to take a road trip. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I could go get two
2: McChickens and put them together and and make make this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you would really just
2: be missing out on the sauce and like the. There'll be onions. you gotta
1: order it without onions you can
2: get you can get the sauce i am on your side i'm saying that like yeah that's yeah. not i feel like the least I, the least important part of a big mac is that middle bun you need you to know? order
0: a big mac no beef no onions and then two McKrispies, and then bam you got that and some wasted bread you can feed the ducks. Moving on, he second feed bit duck's of food bread. news. Also, chicken related. Baskin Robbins. I know. <laughs> Do you believe me?
2: That this is actually chicken related. Chicken I bet you're scared, aren't you?
0: No. Anyway, I'm not. this is chicken Just related. Rip
2: this mandate off. What is this? Baskin Robbins
0: introduces new chicken and waffles ice cream.
2: Uh, so that's I'm on chicken board. Chicken flavored ice cream.
0: Baskin I'm on Rob,
1: board. Hold on. Flavors, offers its waffles, own unique twist. Cream? Huh? Chicken flavor chicken flavor was waffle ice cream waffle i want to uh, i want to hear
2: cream. gomer yeah. confirm this is what i think it is so give it's, him a sticker uh,
1: it's
0: buttermilk waffle flavored ice cream okay speed chicken and it's not oh. spelled chicken hold on there's no e it's like an apostrophe n chicken that is that is inherently flavored, flavored <laughs> bites drizzled in a bourbon maple syrup flavored swirl Man, Um, I would like this so much better
2: without the chicken without an E.
0: Hold on. Are you ready? Okay. All right. It's been crafted to mimic the taste of fried chicken without actually containing any real chicken at all. So it's beyond Hold on. No. Just like the chicken Big Mac. Hey-oh. There you go. There's your food news. news for.
2: Okay. So I've had chicken and waffles, and I'm a fan. And I've had ice cream. Ice cream, I'm a fan. (laughs) I would think I would like this better though if it was just like butter pecan ice cream on waffle bits.
0: Mm, no, nah, the I the don't, whole point. I is...
2: inherently mistrust combining chicken flavored something with ice cream. I like every one of these individual pieces. I even yeah. like several of the combinations here. I like the ice cream on the waffles, I like the chicken on the waffles. But I do not like the triumvirate here. I do not like yeah. chicken ice cream waffles. Now when I, is
1: this scheduled to roll out?
0: It's out already, March first at select Baskin Robbins, bro. Okay, so I get your ass two... out there.
2: Okay.
1: Um,
0: I want to. How do you make chicken flavor without using chicken?
2: See, that is inherently suspicious. So hold to on. Me. Yeah, you Talk could ta- yourself.
1: Bro. You could uh, potentially um, boil chicken to make a stock and then you could make use the stock
2: isn't that how they do some of the uh like the meatless burgers like they basically just like in like use like the juices i'm
1: not sure how they make the meatless burgers that
0: would still be like remember mcdonald's french fries were not uh vegan and they got in trouble for that because they mix it in with some of the fat yeah yeah but i don't know man
2: I don't know. This is like an impossible burger type of deal that they're doing here. I'm not inherently against that. Me too, man. It's the same
0: shit they use in the impossible chicken to make it taste like chicken.
2: But okay, I just I wish that they would separate out some of the components here. Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: All right, we do have a moment of destruction update. (laughs) Update. Last week, we brought you the news that Power Comics has a pretty big announcement, and it was G.I. Joe related. It is not really G.I. Joe related. Um, today, Power Comics, it was Wednesday. Uh, it's partnership with Super Joe Unlimited to produce for the first time an official comic book series dedicated to Super Joe.
2: Now, Super Why Joe- did they share the G.I. Joe logo if it wasn't actually G.I. Joe, though?
0: Super Joe Unlimited are um, recently relaunched. Okay, the nineteen seventy seven Super Joe nine inch action figure line selling out its initial production run of figures and accessories. So, the Super Joe Adventure Team, okay, was a smaller scale figure, eight inch, eight and a half inch, that was produced smaller than the twelve inch. I mean, we're going way back, right before the GI Joes that we all know in the eighties. Okay? So this was trying to take advantage of the popularity of the Mego line of ah, and at this time thinking. at this time, plastic was really fucking expensive. So these were all cloths like those Mego DCs that are just famous now in fucking perfect collections. Um, the line only lasted at 77 to 78 and it was the last G.I. Joe toy line prior to its relaunch as a real American hero. So Technically, they weren't lying. They are publishing G.I. Joe comics. But this was a 70s sort of spacey sci-fi revitalization. It does re- have a speed
2: like the equivalent of like sharing like a Transformers logo than like you're doing a comic about GoBots. Yes.
0: Yes. You know, technically GoBots are owned by Hasbro so
1: but go box predate has our predates that's transformers. right they
0: were actually came out first yeah i know that's yeah. why but, i was making the metaphor but they almost but, you know they almost canceled the entire uh transformers project because of Gobots. i'm so glad they didn't thank you for not doing that uh so there you go there's your news still no announcement on where the gi joe the actual gi joe comics or uh transformers for that matter are going so we wait, so we wait, and that'll well, probably. We were the saying last
2: ones. week that it would be flabbergasting for this like, yeah, tiny, very, tiny very, company. very tiny publisher to be getting the GI Joe line. Mm-hmm. So I just discovered that there was
1: an Ankylosaurus Dinobot like last week.
2: It's not bad. It looks all right. Oh man, that probably is a uh, so far up your alley there, Dave.
1: It is. I was like like I did not know this. I did not know there was a Plesiosaur uh, transformer. Yeah. There's all
0: kinds, bro. Fucking dinosaur nerds. Let's see the news. We're not doing news, we're doing top three. I was thinking, didn't we already do the news? We're doing it again. It sucks so bad. We're doing it it again. again. We're doing it it again. again. We're doing it (laughs)
2: again.
0: Uh first thing I want to ask, because 'cause I'm sure do you want to talk about it in your honorable mention? Did you get to do a power bomb trade?
2: No, it was sold oh, out of the shop. God, I mean David went through and bought it. A piece that of sucks. shit. Did
1: not. I have it in single
2: issues. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I, I, I got it on order. It'll be there soon. Nice,
0: nice. Uh action was good. Rogan Gambit was good. Where monsters lie number two was, I mean, really fun. I think that's my honorable mention this week. Where monsters lie. This is the uh the book where slasher movie style murderers live in a gated community when they aren't out practicing being homicidal maniacs uh this issue is brutally violent uh kyle starks uh peter kowalski
1: yes very violent i just love i just love how that's okay this is gonna be in my honorable mentions i just love how the the special agents come along and he's like he's the survivor of a of a serial killer from 20 years ago yeah and the old lady is just like you know that's a really sweet origin story you hiding in an outhouse while your sister and your mother get shanked yeah (laughs) he's basically
0: a final girl he is yeah coming back to seek revenge on all these killers yeah but it's
1: just they just have like all these one-liners and these guys are just killing cops left and right and when the clown shows up with the flow the flame flow it's just like (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) <laughs> yeah just
0: brutal shit dude yeah, yeah very well done it's it's kind of big it's just ridiculous you know kind of and great but man my number three uh all my books this week are smaller publishers this is one of the smallest publishers i've ever put in the top three i'm hoping dave got a copy hunt kill repeat number one
1: no i did not oh
0: my god Gosh, this
1: was
2: oh, awesome. Yeah, this is like that um Artemis, Artemis versus the yeah. Olympians, right? The thing, yeah. yeah. The uh, thing
1: is about this is it uh if the shop can get it through um Luna Oh maybe gonna, next week. It'll get it, it'll be there a week later.
0: Okay, well no spoilers then. The solicit basically spoils it. So this is from Mad Cave. It's Mark London, Francesco, Archie and Mark Deering. The gods are back. Zeus is pissed that humanity is leaning so hard into technology, classic Zeus. You know, um, I make the electricity. Yeah. So the god go to war, they uh, against humanity, they obviously win, but Artemis, you know, eventually falls in love with a human, gives up her family's ideology. Um, so she's pregnant and they find out she's pregnant, that's the last straw. They oh, just, that's.
2: I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of Greek mythology nerds who are kind of wonky on that because like Artemis was like one of the maiden goddesses, and also, you know, reading into it, definitely a lesbian.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. Um but yeah, no, I didn't pick up on 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 any of that on the internet, but yeah, it didn't even really occur to me. Um but like after the war, you know, everything has changed to, you know, worship the gods. Um So they ship over powers, by the end of it they like they can't kill her. They get her in like a medical coma for years and years. And like Tempest, the god of time, or some shit, wakes wakes her up. But art's really good. A lot of fun sequential shit going on here. Uh, just had a really fucking fun time with this book. So uh, I like mentioning the the smaller studios. It was kind of a weird week for Marvel and DC, but yeah, solid issue. I'm pick, definitely picking up number two. So all uh, righty, honorable mentions.
2: No. um i'll throw out an honorable mention i suppose for uh spider-man into the spider-verse i mean it's basically just another oh, one of these like spider-verse you know. events it yeah. it it's it's pretty solid i mean it's a fun read um yeah. it's the only peter parker book i'm reading right now so nice. You know. nice uh but for my number three i'll go ahead and do gambit or sorry rogan gambit number one i got oh, it so much damn fun it was a lot of fun. I mean, these are characters that are a lot of fun together. Um,
0: and he's Manifold. Yeah, you got to bring he's Manifold in. Man- like manifold,
3: w-
2: manifold is low key w- becoming one of my favorite characters for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, there's a lot of first issue syndrome going on here where like, they're kind bit, of setting up the story bit. arc. But it was a, a lot of good setup. You know, they got a pretty compelling building going on. You got like uh, Destiny showing up and being. Sub- a, annoyingly cryptic bitch as usual yeah and but uh Car-
0: carlos e. gomez just kills it with the art it's he
2: does yeah it's very well drawn book
3: fucking drawn
0: i will so say bright. okay
2: so spoiler for the end of the issue manifold oh, yeah he, 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 yeah he teleports them away manifold could have just teleported her to like the sun. the bad guy here you know he you're not wrong there you could have yeah. just done that instead oh, man, but
0: yeah damn thanks you ruined the whole thing well he didn't want to murder anybody you know
2: he did he could send them to the middle of like the North Pole or some shit. He didn't even yeah. have to kill them.
0: Yeah. But whatever. But whatever. So now she got manifold powers.
2: She well this is this is uh Rogan Gambit. Slate. This is not manifold, so yeah, they have to be the ones to solve the problem. So mm-hmm. But yeah, um I enjoyed it. Fun read, yeah. Looking forward to the next issue.
0: Nice uh dave honorable mention where monsters lie already honorable,
1: and i'm also going to bring up uh, uh dead fellows oh dude it, this book got weird it did get weird it, but it was really fun it, yeah it just uh, the ghosts don't want him living there and they keep trying to but save they also don't
0: love. want yeah it's weird okay they let me it's hard to explain almost yeah there's like, a bunch of ghosts living in this house, okay? And there's a lot of them. And they're like, we hate living here. We have so many roommates. So this guy goes moves into this shitty apartment and he goes to kill himself and one of the ghosts is like, you dumb motherfucker and goes and makes him puke it up and then he tries it again. He thinks he's delusional. Well, eventually he, he he's goes like, to a oh, priest. He goes yeah. to a
1: priest about it and the priest is like, well, maybe it was a guardian angel. And he starts thinking that the ghost is his guardian angel. <laughs> yeah. So he attempts suicide. By hanging himself from the ceiling fan, and the ghosts are like yank him down from the yank him down with like the ceiling yeah. fan, and they're just like we just don't want you living here, <laughs> just leave. No, but
0: being dead, if he dies there, then he will haunt that place. They don't want his ghosts there either. Yeah, they're being. That's the most depressing <laughs> part. There, these ghosts aren't letting this guy die because they don't want to hang out with his ghost. Yeah, it's so weird. Dude. It is so weird. But it's a really cool premise, Taylor. I really think you'd enjoy this. It's extra long. Um Scout does extra long first issues, like usually five bucks. And it really yeah. pays off for them because they can really dive in a lot more. It sounds like
2: life. a more mean spirited version of the TV show Ghost, which I love the TV show ghost. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it it's it was really fun.
1: It was yeah, fun. it was it was really uh, just a really fun read. It, yeah and the the art style kind of reminds me of like um the Tank Girl art style to a degree? Sure.
0: yeah. It was a little rough around the edges. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, go
1: ahead, man. All righty. My What's number next? three book this week is Cosmic Ghostwriter, number one. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a very rare day when I pick a Marvel book. It is. It is. This is all right. I, I admit
2: I did not give this the time of day.
1: I. am all right. I... I am not up to snuff on my cosmic ghost rider, other than knowing that he was Frank Castle at one point in time. And so what's going on here is Frank. That's was, all, you know, that's uh, well, that and baby Thanos. Well,
2: well you know, he's like, also of course a, uh, a ghost rider, like a herald in addition to. And then, um, yeah, And rider. then
1: he was such a
0: damn good ghost rider that Galactus made him a, a herald. And now he's not a herald anymore. He's just on his own.
2: Yeah,
1: but I I there's a lot of stuff I don't know about the Cosmic Ghost Rider. I wow, mean, I know maybe up in that was Guardians my problem with
0: this book. I know too. Maybe much.
2: Maybe it's the long and short of it is I think all you got there, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but
1: I'm just the only the only my only other question is is like where in canon is this? Because is this a different a future? Whatever. Future. Why did this you like the book? This is in space in the future. I, I
0: just last I understand Cosmic Ghost Rider did come back to the present for a mission, but then immediately after that issue or series or whatever was over he went back to the future like like doc brown
1: i just i i just really i i i enjoyed the reading of it because we have this other ghost writer going around killing people and a bounty hunter shows up in this like west world this like outer space west western town it's a western this book is is. definitely a western yeah Yeah, for sure it's a space western definitely i was just like i was just like what I like this. Is actually pretty good. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, I, think I it was just, just over really, the character. I, I'll I be just, honest. like I said. I I have very little association with this character, so I was just probably like, a good thing. Probably a like good I thing. had a lot of fun reading this. It was just like just the right amount of pacing in it.
0: Yeah. No, it was very well put together. I had a good time with it. Stephanie Phillips Juan Cabal. It was fun. Just yeah, good choice though for number three. Uh, here we'll just get this out of the way. Red Zone. Number one.
1: Also did not get. Oh my gosh, dude. Same. is the same problem. It's, Damn it's, it. If the shop can get it through Luna, they're going to get it through Luna. And it's a week late.
0: Colin Bunn, Mike Diodata, Lee Luffridge. That's exactly what you'd expect. Uh, well from the art anyway, Colin Bunn is more known as a horror writer, but, uh, it's an AWA studios, uh, wild, fast paced ride. Colin Bunn really leans you into it. This is the first page, you know, mm. um, Randall Crane is an American professor of Russian and Slavic studies in New York City, NYU. Um, He's called in by the U.S. government to go to Russia and help an evacuation team get this woman out of Russia because she knows some secrets or whatever. Okay, And she asked for this dude specifically because they have a history. So he ends up going. And then all fucking hell breaks loose, man. They are they're on it like they're bl- they know where the team is. They know where they're on the ground. They know where they're up on top of the building. And it's almost like Colin Bunn is just slowly turning this fucking book up to 10. And by the time you're at the end, I mean, this just blow out. Right. The woman that he's there to actually take back also has a daughter. So there and it's an older, you know, daughter. It's hard to really tell. She's dressed very scantily, but I don't want to make any judgments. It's Russia and it's like one of those sorts of books. Maybe she's over 18. I don't want this book to get weird. Like that was my one thought. I was like, oh wow. So now it's like him and this how old is this girl? Is this a woman? Because she seemed like really scared and I don't know, dude. It's gonna be his daughter. That's what they sort of alluded to. Right. But here at the end, this unassuming dude, this is the last page. He's like, "Now nah, we're going to get you out of Russia. And it's like, OK, what's going on here?
1: You I'm know? the doctor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Diodata, you know, he always impresses. But man, he is just filling up the entire page with all these amazing, beautiful details and action. And this page is just moving. You know, it's just so kinetic. Yeah, had a really good time with this. Uh, I was expecting to have a really good time with this. Colin Bunn has been talking this book up for a while. So yeah, very excited to uh to read the next one. Um again, my only beef is that one little curve, you know, I'm sure they'll fix. I'm sure they'll get to it. And maybe it's wrong for me to assume, but man, Bun is really slow out the gate here, but he just gradually turns it up and you're hitting eleven by the end. Just chef's kiss perfect book, perfect book. Uh that leads to Taylor. His number two book this
2: week. Uh, my number two this week is The Human Target, number 12. Ah, last of it. Yeah. Took it um, 18 months. It took a good long while. They took a bit of a hiatus there, but um, this. You particular- wait for that small wood art. You definitely yes, do. You absolutely. Get- this is a beautiful book from beginning to end. Small wood is like a perfect foot for like the hard boiled noir story they're trying to tell. Now, the actual story to this more or less wrapped up in the previous issue, but. All the epilogue stuff they're doing here was still a pretty compelling read. Um if it if if you're talking about issue number eleven, that'd probably be my number one this week, but taken as a whole, the human target might be my favorite Tom King series now.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, nice. beating
2: beating out nice. the likes of vision and uh Mr. Miracle and Wow, that's uh, high praise, dude. It I love both yeah. of those
0: books. I'm gonna have to go back. I couldn't get into this when I first you know started. So maybe now that all the issues are out. I'll be able to.
2: I think it probably would read pretty well as like a single like sit down. But yeah. Nice. Nice.
0: Nice. Excellent choice, man. Um, Yeah, I need to get on that. Dave. All right. My number
1: number two two is Phantom Road number one.
0: That's my number one. So we can just dig into how fucking amazing this is. You go ahead, sir. All right. Do you want me to give the background of what's going on in the book? Go ahead, give the background. Okay, so Dom, our main character, is a long-haul truck driver attempting to stay ahead of his tragic past where his dad was a douchebag. Why? Because Jeff Lemire wrote this book, and he has never written a book where there isn't a douchebag dad. I love that about Jeff Lemire. Anyway, when he stops one night to help someone who's been in a car accident, her name is Birdie, massive car crash. They pull an artifact from the wreckage. And it throws their lives into complete disarray. And, like, it, literally on the cover, it, fucking weird alien monsters show up. All yeah, right?
1: they've crossed over into some kind of parallel dimension or That's something. That's what it's. I
0: think, too. That's what it appears to me, too. But I love the mystery. There's still a mystery, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: It's 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 like a mix of uh, kind of like Stranger Things meets like Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It, I can feel that. There's definitely a supernatural thing going on. Uh, Jeff Lemire and uh, Gabriel Hernandez-Valta. Jordi Belair on colors, by the way, probably the best colors in the business.
1: Well, the Dude, thing is, the thing is that there portions of this book. They're just really muted colors, like nighttime colors. Yeah. And when we go into this parallel plane. But they're, you know, like the diner scene is pretty good he's yeah. it's beautifully colored it's bright it's poppy uh and then when they go over it's yeah, kind of it's muted. kind of yeah it's kind of yeah. a, like a very you have to
0: get a good colorist to understand yeah. how to do that um, but, but they do some great stuff here with the art uh you'll notice here taylor that bottom panel it's him actually seeing his reflection right
1: and and there's a but, but elements of the story are changing as with the reflection too
0: Well, yeah, exactly, exactly, because right here, and then he's like remembering his past, and he goes to this terrible story where his dad and mom were having a fight, right, and then it ends with, oh, yeah, just get back on the road, you know, and then see what I mean, and it moves.
1: Yeah, that's good like, visual storytelling. Oh, it's very yeah. The, it, well yeah done. It's yeah. Panels are the panels are well done. It's not your normal like nine panel spread, but it is so well done and it's sequential, and it's yeah. beautiful. And this scene right here is like really pops. It's it a does pop, And it's
0: also it's also telling. I chose this because it's really kind of simple. What we can read here is that Dom touches this thing, and him and Birdie, but also the truck. Something's happening to them because the truck becomes like a character of its own in this, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, And that's the last panel. Yeah, that's
0: the last panel. You know, he goes out to say, "Oh, who's that guy out there?" Goes out, it's one of these fucking monsters. He ends up kicking the shit out of it, but then there's dozens more. They get in the truck
1: and they take off, and then they realize that they have to go back for the artifact. We got to go back for the artifact, and And he's like,
0: "All right," he grabs a crowbar out the back.
1: This is. This is the aftermath. They don't then, even show and what and he does to like, get the artifact.
0: Yeah. Just so fucking well done. Jeff Lemire. Just bravo. Him and Gabriel Hernandez-Walta wrote a book called Sentient over at TKO Studios. One of my favorite books of that oh, year. Oh, yeah.
1: That is that is one of TKO's yeah. best books.
0: Oh, so well done. So well done. But yeah, can't wait to get more of this damn book. Can't wait. I read it three times this week because I had it real early in the week. I've had it for a couple of weeks. It's so good. Uh, all right, Taylor. That was my number one, buddy.
2: You can probably guess and, uh, it, at this point. Um, it is uh, Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty, number ten. Sure if
0: you were going to pick X Force,
2: I don't actually uh, pick up X Force very often, but um, oh,
0: oh man, you definitely should. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. it's a fantastic issue. If I could just say, my favorite part about this is how all the pages are kind of like a crosshairs. Like yeah. you know, half the pages have the same exact page design when it's going through all of the weird shit that this stupid Modoc is doing to all the Yeah. Modoc with a C
2: is still like the central feature of all these books, and they continue yeah. to use it as an opportunity to make these really brilliant page designs. Oh, um, so fun. Seeing him like fucking with each of them, like putting them out and each their own like personal, like, you know, this is the thing that's going to break you type of deal. Like, He's taunting Cap with, like, being unable to help Bucky right now. He's taunting, uh, you know, Sharon Carter with, like, you know, being, quote-unquote, Captain America Sin Eater. Yeah. Um, it's all really brilliantly done. And also gives uh, the Destroyer, for people who are fans of, like, Golden Age characters, I guess, um, a good chance to just be, like, a big fucking badass in this issue. Yeah.
0: Uh, we got Jeff uh, Jeff in the chat. Thanks for stopping by, dude. We appreciate it. He said the cap series is straight up awesome. Can't wait for the crossover arc. I know it's weird that we got yeah. two cap series. And if we didn't have this one, we'd still have a pretty damn good cap series. Yeah. This the one other kind of blows it out of the water. That's, so it's that's yeah, a maybe
2: it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it is. Symbol of Truth is really good. It's a it good is, comic. It's really but solid. It really does just get overshadowed by Sentinel Liberty here because this is one of the best Captain America books that I've read in a really, really long yeah, time. I
0: mean, I love that Remender run, but this might be the best run since the Brewbaker run, which is one of the best runs, maybe the best cap run of all time.
2: Um, oh, I don't yeah, know that there's a question about that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's going to be the Cold War event, I believe. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. for that. Too, um, yeah,
2: that's getting was, started up, I think, here in April. So, so cool. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty it looks soon. really fun.
0: But um, yeah, dude, they, they didn't really do a lot in this issue for me. You know what I mean? It was kind of retreading a lot of stuff. There were cool things happening, but like, I don't think the story was really last issue. By the end of the issue, they were stuck spinning in the MODOK, an issue like, yeah, struggling
2: is against the threat, nothing is nothing is a threat is not a wasted issue. No, you, know? you want to establish that this is like a, you yeah. want to establish that this is like a daunting challenge for them to overcome and the way yeah. that they do overcome it. I thought was very satisfying. So
3: no, no,
0: you're
2: not wrong. Categorically no, disagree no. with you on that one. Uh, but yeah, still
0: good. But man, again, Kelly and Lanzig, growing into becoming arguably the best writers in comics and karma carnero might be one of the best artists Um, maybe top three right now in the business his rock in this book
2: his sense for like page layout is really something yeah the design
0: work is is really interesting man those choices it's hard for me to know which members of the team are actually thinking about those sort of design choices but Carnero's pulling it off in a way that yeah. you know is beautiful. So
2: wherever uh, it is in the process, he's the one who's putting the pencil to paper yeah, he's the knocking that out of the park. Yeah, for sure. Uh all right, Dave.
1: All right. Uh human target 12. Nice.
0: You didn't comment at all when Taylor was talking about. I it.
1: just let Taylor talk. <laughs> it's just this is just a well um what's well crafted finale to the series. The De Dumont, I guess they call it. Yeah. I just I just enjoyed it. You know, you know, Greg Smallwood's art is oh, great. It's wonderful It's sequential. It. Uh uh and I did like the interactions between fire like Martian Manhunter, the interactions between fire and Oh, I'm so sorry. Ice. Yeah. Ice and Martian Manhunter fire and marsh uh fire and ice and then It's um, ice and everyone. Uh, just out, everybody everybody and it just it just just ends up uh, in a nice Nice way that it started the whole suit, the whole comic this whole run.
0: Nice. It makes you want to go back and read the whole thing over again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This thing's going to be a monster when the trade drops, everybody's going to want a piece of this dude. Yeah. Nice. Well, Taylor said it was Tom King's best book. So now I have to read it. Just to say, just, you know what I mean? Just to know. Yeah.
2: It's definitely a contender. Um, I, I guess it might, some of that might come down to like, you know, this is a different genre than like Mr. Sure. Miracle or the vision sure. was like that vision was more of like a psychological thriller. And this one is more of like a noir thriller. And you know, there's a distinction yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Mr. Um, Miracle was more a slice of life.
2: Mostly. It was a lot of it's slice of, of life. Titles. That's Miracle my favorite was...
0: part of the book, dude. That's my favorite part of the book. Yeah. I like, I liked here as a heroes in crisis though, too. So.
2: Well, I didn't care for that. But, yeah. I know uh, everybody
0: hated that, but me, I loved it. The ending sucked. I get it, but man, I had a good time getting there. Uh, Anyway, that's it. That's our show, everybody. We really appreciate y'all hanging out. Uh, We'd love for you to go check out the Bullies. I got a show coming up later tonight um, on a a lot of these channels. Um, But go to comic... uh, Pardon me. Go to outrightgeekery.com and you'll find links to everything that they've got going on. Everything that we've got going on. And uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Also, check out the group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search Outright Geekery. Go to the groups. Andy's over there kicking it. Um... Yeah, I don't know what else. To say. Oh yeah, we're gonna do another show tomorrow. It'll be me and Taylor for an hour talking about all the new books coming out this week. It is a, a nice stack, you know, a nice stack of books coming out this week. So, uh, be sure to come back tomorrow and kick kick it with us then. Let us know what you're reading. So, uh, again, yeah, thanks everybody. But most of all, thanks to these guys for hanging out with this guy.
1: Hell yeah, always fun.
0: We are gonna do it again next time. Same
2: geek time, same geek channel. Oh, I. I moved my butt. Kinda ran out of voice there on a store.